G'day everyone, it's time for another Jimmy and Redder's NRL podcast and uh, welcome James Newburn, uh, back playing rugby league I believe, or your beloved Lakes Jimmy, welcome my friend. Hello Redders, and yeah, just um, probably forgetting how old I actually am, um, still, still a little bit sore four, to four or five days later, but yeah, just, just a couple of cameos for the third grade boys, good fun. Did you play in the back row or where did you play? Uh, a little bit of back row, a little bit of centre, probably the world's most overweight centre going around, but um, yeah, certainly a little bit rusty, but um, I don't think I'd disgrace myself, but um, yeah, it was, it was certainly good fun, just helping, helping a mate and his, um, and the coaching staff out just to fill a few numbers there when they need me, so... Great, good yeah, to hear. Good. Enjoyed it, but yeah, the body, the body certainly, uh, the body certainly felt it, and probably asked me why I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Back to last week, it seems an eternity ago, and I will let everybody know we're recording this uh, as Penrith and Newcastle are getting going, so we won't look at that game too much because it'll. By the time we listen to this podcast, that game will be over. That game in Penrith tonight. Going back last week, Penrith twenty over Brisbane twelve. The Broncos actually having a decent game for once. Uh, the Knights 26 after Kalen Pong on Masterclass, Cronulla 22. The Melbourne Storm 20, the Roosters 4. Jimmy will want to talk for 15 minutes about this one, but I can guarantee you he won't be doing that. Manly 36 over the um, Gold Coast Titans, nil up there at Glen- the magnificent Glenwillow Park, Park in Mudgee. The Rabbitohs 18, squeaked home a win against the West Tigers 14. And Parramatta put their hand up and showed everybody that they're fair income with an excellent performance against Canberra thirty-five ten. Jimmy, your thoughts on last week's round? Um, oh, it wasn't. It, I didn't get to watch a whole heap myself. I know Brisbane pushed Penrith pretty hard. I was at work Thursday night and listened to it on the radio, and, and sort of Nathan Cleary, I guess, gets him out of jail in the end. Um, shows his class. He's scoring a try and a field. Uh, so he scored a try and sort of set a few up. Um, he. Probably show why he's the New South Wales halfback. Uh, why he should be the New South Wales halfback. And um, Caelan Ponga probably... <laughs> Caelan Ponga been on the toilet all day and, and comes out and scores two tries in his comeback game and, and dominates to uh, just get over Ron against Cronulla. Uh, the, the speed at which Ponga does things is ridiculous. He is just so fast and he sees half an opening he's through and just being blessed with that natural speed. He's going to be very, very dangerous for Queensland come origin time. Yeah, I think so. Um, he, He's under the pump. Literally, AJ Brimson's there playing some good footy, and then Ponga being out. But yeah, he certainly showed why he's um, always one of the best fullbacks going around. Probably blessed at the moment in the NRL with the amount of good fullbacks getting around with Pappenhausen, Tedesco, Trebojevic, um, two of us, Ashek Ponga, um, with Dill Edwards making his, come, his return to Penrith tonight, Nicol Klockstad. Um, the fullback position's pretty flush with talent this year. It's why they get the big dollars, I guess, now. Yeah, not good news from Melbourne today. Pappenhausen's wounded, so um, it, he may be out for a week or two. Jimmy, before we go to um, the the round that's starting this evening, I wanted to very briefly talk about it hasn't been a great week for the code off the field. And you just wonder why. I, I've got no t- problems with footballers living their lives. I really don't. I'm, I'm not a prude. I'm not one of these ones that says role, role models. But how many times do you see players and alcohol and blokes not learning how to handle it? And it's just... You've been around football clubs all your adult life. It's you, you wonder at the professional level what, what sometimes the, the it's the judgment of people I think sometimes it go, goes missing. Yeah, I think it's probably something that with the the later with the Parramatta one with um with that one I felt probably 
not the greatest place to, uh, to take your girlfriend or whatever else. It's probably something that may happen here and there in the general public, but, but these guys are obviously recognised and people are going to follow them with phones all day, all night, and especially if they're in a nightclub or a pub, they're going to follow up with camera phones and as soon as they seem to be stepping out of line, probably doing what normal people their age get up to at times, unfortunately, but, but unfortunately the, the, the names they are and how recognisable they are, they just it's going to come back to bite them eventually. And then obviously with, with the Parramatta player, it has, and I believe... Um, Katani Staggs is actually in hot water at the moment. Has something come out in the recent complaint from a lady from the last few weeks about some behaviour at a pub? But um, yeah, not good. These guys, I said, they're, they're so recognisable these days, and, and rightly or wrongly, people are just going to follow on the cameras and, and film absolutely anything to try and make a name for themselves or a buck for themselves. I, I, I do believe, I will say this, I'll, I'll have an opinion here. I do believe that people that follow footballers with phones for things like that, I just. The word that comes to my mind is grub. And, um, Absolutely, yes. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like, they're probably doing stuff that, that probably the, the 80s and 90s footballers were probably a bit tame compared to some of the stuff they did, but they didn't have the, the camera phones and whatnot. Fine, what's the out? happened our state out. And, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, these guys are trying to make, they're contacting five or six media organisations, trying to get money out of it. And, and but most, at least the media now, the, the tapes are just coming out anyway. The, the media is not stupid enough to, to get the bad PR by paying for a video like that. Um, it's always going to come out at some point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let's just hope it gets better before it gets worse again. But it just, sometimes I shake my head. Now, um, this week's round's got some great games in it. Um, right now, Penrith are playing Newcastle out there at Penrith. Tomorrow night, the early game is the Gold Coast hosting Souths. The Gold Coast coming to an absolute spanking at the hands of Manly, and the Rabbits were lucky to beat the West Tigers. That game's at Rabina. Then Parramatta and uh, Brisbane. This game's in Darwin. That's tomorrow night at uh, 5 to 8. That'll be nice and warm, though. Won't be drinking too much alcohol up there. There'll be lots and lots of sports drinks and water, I would have thought, up in Darwin in 26 or 27 degrees. Then... On the early game on Saturday is Canterbury um, hosting the Sharks. Then on at half past seven is the Cowboys and the Raiders. That's a very interesting game. Um, the Raiders not in great form. The Cowboys starting to get a bit of form back and are signing Chad Townsend this week. On Anzac Day, three big games. Manly's um, Jimmy's Manly hosts the West Tigers at Brook Valley. You and that for that one, Jim. That's at uh, Bankwest Redders. That's the time's that game. But yeah, no, I'll... Beg um, your pardon. I'll, I'm on the night shift Sunday, so I'll stay local. I might duck out watch a bit of AFL at uh, some point in the afternoon. But, but yeah, Bankwest Stadium, that one, which is actually quite good for, for Manly's record there. Very good. Also, the Tigers record there. We'll get onto that when we get to the game. And the traditional Anzac Day Fair, which has become a massive tradition the last two games, the Roosters and the Dragons at the SCG, and then the Melbourne Storm and the um, New Zealand Warriors finish off what's an excellent round. Um, Jimmy, I the, before the Titans got absolutely smoked by Manly, I'd have given them a, a slight chance of beating the Rabbits, but 36 nil is a big thing to come back from. You you would favour the Rabbits there, you think? I have, yeah. Uh, certainly, as the Titans have sort of been playing some reasonable football, but they haven't probably hadn't beaten a powerhouse side, and, and I guess they get Manly on a good day with, with Turbo back, and they they just had no answers with um, the Turbo sweeping around with the extra speed and. And his line running, but um, they were they were extremely poor. South, I guess, were lucky, lucky to um, to get away. The Latrell's out suspended for a month. But Tino, Big Tino's out for the Titans as well. I guess they offset a little bit. Um, they'll cover Latrell, I think. Um, Johnson will go to fullback, I'd assume. Yeah. Was talk, I think Cody Walker potentially going back there, but I'd imagine Johnson would go back there and Paulo onto the wing. Um, South, South, South won't want to perform like that again. Bennett 
Wayne Bennett will, will sort of he'll kick him into gear, I think, through the week. Uh, and he'll, he'll get him right to go. Um, nice trip up to the Gold Coast on a Friday of the Anzac weekend for the Bunnies. Hopefully, he'll be able to enjoy him. Benji actually plays the most. He's, um, he equals the record most games as a Kiwi-born player. I was reading today as well. Um, Adam Blair's record. So the, ever, the evergreen Benji Marshall has been the fantastic in the 14 role off the bench and, and filling in for Katie Walker when he was suspended. Um. Yes, I, let's just hope the rabbits come back in one piece and don't play up too much at Rabina. Um, I, I just Latrell being out hurts their structure, but I don't think that they'll lose to the Gold Coast. Uh, I, I think the rabbits just uh, up there. Parramatta and Brisbane. I can't see Brisbane getting within. If if Parramatta play properly, they'll win and win comfortably. I might add that Tavita Pangai Juniors come out and made himself eligible for New South Wales State of Origin this week, which is a, it's great to have New South Wales having the choice of players like that. But I up there in Darwin, I think Parramatta will win comfortably. Yeah, I think so. Parramatta last week were probably the surprise of the round. Um, absolutely tailing up Can- Canberra and Canberra on a Saturday night. It absolutely tailed them up thirty five ten. I think it was. It was. Um, I was going to stay back at home, but at Darwin, home game in Darwin, um, Brisbane have lost 12 in a row away as well. But um, it's interesting, Brian Madison, the last few weeks has been named, um, but pulled out late this week. He hasn't been named, but he's been named in New South Wales Cup. So he hopefully, fingers crossed for his sake that he, he gets his concussion issues right because he's had history, obviously, with it, as we've spoken about. Um, Danny Levi actually signed with Brisbane through the week. He's been named, um, I think, on the bench. Um, he doesn't quite, former Knights and Manly was yes. a reasonable player, but at the same time, just couldn't quite cement, couldn't quite cement a permanent contract. Played, he's played for New Zealand, so he actually knows how to play football, but probably Brisbane, just probably with Brisbane, had a little bit of experience around there, just helping out. It'll probably help Tom Dearden and Croft and those guys through the halves. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see how Parramatta go after the video has obviously come out through the week. Um, with the player getting up to mischief, um, but I think yeah, Parramatta I think will be will be too strong for Brisbane. But Brisbane they'll, they'll win a few games this year. They, they competed last week against Penrith that weren't quite good enough, but I think Parramatta Par- Parramatta pretty comfortable. The Sharks and the Bulldogs do do battle at Cogger Jubilee. Um, I uh, I think the Sharks will win this. Although the Bulldogs are actually with twelve men actually put up a decent. That you'd have been pleased with their ticker if you were a Bulldogs fan last week up there in the heat in Townsville. They nearly got home against. North Queensland, or well, perhaps a shade unlucky at one stage there in the second half, but the Sharks for mine. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Can- Canterbury are going to. I think Sports Bet have even named. They've actually framed a market on if, if Canterbury won't win, will, will they win a game all season? I think they will at some point, but. Yep. But yeah, Cronulla. Will Chambers actually um, signed with the Sharks through the week, but uh, he'll. They reckon he may play New South Wales Cup just to get a bit of match fitness. He'll, he'll add some. He'll add some ability out into that back line. Sean Johnson and Adam, uh, Adam, sorry, Josh Dugan and Sean Johnson are back this week. Sean Johnson will be massive for those guys, I think. Probably puts Moylan under the pump now to keep his spot. If Johnson um, plays, long, he's been named on the bench. He plays well. It really puts Moylan under pressure, I think. Um, for Canterbury, Hetherington um, sent off last week for the big coat hanger. On. It was it was an old fashioned coat hanger, it Jimmy. Was, you didn't yeah. miss him. He's very aggressive, Jack Hetherington. I, I enjoy watching him play, but he just, yeah, just probably gets a bit overexcited. I think I don't think there's any malice in him trying to take heads off. He wants to obviously hit hard, but just a bit overexcited and went a little bit high. He's probably lucky that he actually got him sort of under the chin rather than flush with the chin. It might have, um, he might have got a few more extra weeks on top of his four or five. Um, Dylan Napa and Luke Thompson, they'll start at prop. Luke Thompson's third game, I think it is back. 
third game for the season in a row. He's he's a good footballer, the English lad. Um, but yeah, I think the Sharks are still. I still think the Sharks will be too strong um, at Colgrove. They're home. They're home away from home, which is their neighbour's ground up the road there. But um, yeah, I, I think Cronulla. Cronulla in the early game on Saturday. Now, big game up there. Um, the Cowboys and the Raiders. The Raiders not in good form, and the Cowboys are. I'm actually leading towards picking um, the Cowboys here. They they might just get home. It, it wouldn't surprise. I'm still going to back Ricky Stewart to, to get the guys into gear. Like the Canberra have had a couple of off weeks. And the Cowboys have obviously won a couple now, but surely Canberra can't perform like that two weeks in a row. They've just been embarrassed at home, more or less embarrassed at home, 35-10. Ricky Stewart swung the axe a bit this week. Josh Hodson, well, Josh Hodson wasn't dropped, but he's out... Um, there's an argument to say that this Hodgson upset the, the halves take take too much of the play away from them. He's out with Starling coming in, but Papa, Papa Lee, I think he is pronounced now, and Tarpany have been dropped. Ryan James comes back into the stage, played some really good footy since he came back. They give him a week off, give him a rest last week with the head knock he caught the week before. Soliol has been dropped out of the squad altogether, so that's an interesting one. He's, he's one of their big-name forwards. I think the two naughty boys come back for their first game, Harry Renaira and, uh, and Horsberg. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough trip. Uh, Canberra, I guess it's not too cold in Canberra yet. Going from Canberra up to tropical North Queensland is a decent trip. Cowboys unchanged, which is probably you wouldn't have seen that coming a month ago when they were getting flogged, but they've scored I think sixty odd points in the last couple of games. And as we discussed but, earlier, they've signed Chad Townsend uh, on a, on a deal up there for a couple of years. He wanted to secure. He got offered decent money, and with three young kids and and uh, and looking after the family there, he's taken the. The, the money. That means to me that Adam Reynolds isn't going there and there is Facebook talk tonight that Adam Reynolds might be heading towards Bankwest Stadium. But we'll have yes. to watch we'll have to watch this space there. Um I'm very surprised that Papa Lee has been dropped. He's an Australian player, but yeah, Ricky's gotta do something because they haven't been in good form. And it'll be interesting to watch that game. That's on Saturday night at half past seven. Then the Anzac Day fixtures, uh, I hate doing this, but I think Manly will beat the West Tigers and beat them well. Um, the West Tigers are not overly impressive, and Manly, they're a very, very different football side with one teacher, Boyevich, at fullback. I think, it, I think with, with, with Tavoyevich coming in last week, I think it showed he's obviously fantastic in attack and, and runs those sweet plays and, and hits those holes, backs up in the middle of the right times. I think he's when he's at the back, but Manly defending, he's, not, he's fantastic. I think with his voice, he just demands where the guys are going to be if they're one slot, one over one on the wrong side of the rock and push them across. And I thought they conceded no points, which is unheard of this year for Manly, um, against the Titans side who were, who were reasonably handy with the ball in their hand. Um, I think I think that's that's the positive that you don't really see from, from Turbo. I think just his, the defensive side of Manly just, just kick up a notch just for his, for his talk and his direction at the back there. Um, this probably helped Jason Saab. Jason Saab was probably struggling a little bit earlier in the year. As soon as he's come back, Saab's actually started scoring tries. Um, can show his pace again. He's so quick. So he backed up that Troy scored backing up Turbo. He left everyone standing still. He hit, I think, 38 kilometres an hour. I think that they clocked him at on his GPS unit, which is, I think, a little a kilometre quicker than Addo Car normally hits, which is just unbelievable for a bloke that's six foot four. I think he is. Just um, like watching like, Jimmy Newburn sweep off the halfback flank. That is absolutely. He's going to about eight kilometres an hour. I think I read it. Three in front of him there. But no, I, I've, I've got all faith in Manly in this one. I, the West Tigers are not convincing. There is big money that there are that they're after someone, and, and that Brooks might be out on on his way there eventually. 
Um, they're not overly happy at the West Tigers, and I think the Seagulls, particularly at Brookvale, it'll be a very um, a big day, Anzac Day service of quarter Brookvale. Um, the people on Northern Beaches, like the rest of Australia, will get behind that that whole day. So it's a massive day on Anzac Day for, for, for Manly and Wests. The um, traditional fair at 4 o'clock, the Channel 9 game is the Roosters and the Dragons at the, at the SCG. What a game this promises to be. The Roosters well beaten by Melbourne last week, although they were game. And um, coming back to where I think they are, I think they're a touch below the top four this year, particularly with all their injuries and retirements. The Dragons have got the retirement of Trent Merrin, um, which came through today to deal with. Um, they've been pretty good this year. This should be a cracking Anzac Day, probably one of the closest Anzac Day games in a long time. Yeah, they, they, they were good. Dra- the Dragons have been really good all season. Last week, just had that pick up last week. Was I don't know what, can't put your finger on what happened last week. The Warriors played some good footy and pipped them at the end. But before that, the Dragons were informing the top four. They may still sit in the top four, but this is Nick Politis is um, bank check obviously cleared with, with the uh, judiciary. Victor Radley gets cleared the same night as as the troll gets four. Steady, hey, hang on a minute. You can't <laughs> say that, Jimmy. Yeah, you're a disgrace. That was. That was not Uncle Nick, I'm telling you. That was a love tap at worst. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at the air. Well, well, it just happens to be the Roosters again. We'll just leave it at that. But... Oh, really? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a huge inclusion anyway, Victor Radley, <laughs> to go with uh, Merrill's and Morris being back as well. I'm being wound up here, ladies and gentlemen, by a bloody Manly fan. No, look, I think this is a great game. The, the sports bet have got this clearly the Roosters' favourites. I find that a touch surprising. I would have thought it was a much closer line than that, but they've got the Dragons at two seventy five and the Roosters at dollar forty five. If I was a gambling man, I think that the Dragons at two seventy five is a reasonable, uh, reasonable deal. The ins for the Dragons hunt Laurie Pereira and Far Masuli, and for the Roosters Morris Butcher, Verrills and Tapuha. Um, I'm very pleased that Morris has come back. He's the best um, club winger in the game. Hunt coming back is massive for. Um, St George as well. I think that I he... think Hunt's, Hunt's 50 50. So he's been named. He's still in the 19. I think he's still 50 50 to whether he plays this week or next. So if Clune's still named at seven at this stage, but um, yes. to see if actually he's a late inclusion. Yeah, he, he was, he's, he's sort of much maligned, but he's played some good footy this year. Sort of got him into the top four um, until he broke his leg, I think, second or third round. And um, I, I would imagine that. that... Young Walker will be having nightmares about seeing Tarek Sims and Paul Vaughan running at him at will um, during the match. But that's the way football is, especially when you're 80 kilograms. But that's life. And then the last game is a massive one down there at the superb Amy Park, where Jimmy uh, was quite recently. Uh, the, the Storm and the Warriors. That's the 6-15 game on Sunday. Um, sorry, can't see the Warriors winning this one. Although they do get up for Anzac Day, it means an enormous amount to New Zealand. As a, Anzac means a lot to both of our countries. But... Now nah, Melbourne for mine and Melbourne clearly. Yeah, I think so. Um, they, they flexed their muscles a bit last week. They yeah. didn't try and blow the roosters away early. They just had the arm wrestle for the first half and then come over the top pretty first three quick tries in the second half. Um, put it to bed. Lucky, not the, unlucky not to hold, the, hold their uh, defensive line intact. The roosters scoring off a kick at the end. But um, Fanukin's back. Hasn't Storm in this position they're in, and Fanukin's been out all season. But Pappenhausen's off probably well, one to four weeks. They're saying um, if they can win this game, which I think they will, they may err on the side of caution with Pappy. He's got state of origin, probably got state of origin coming up as well, so they may look to just to reduce his workload a bit for a couple of weeks and make sure that shoulder's 100. Um, percent He's showing how good he is when he goes, but he shows, also shows how important he is. So if they can bank a few games while he's out, um, now would probably be the time to do it to get him back in after Origin. For a game or two before, and 
The Warriors had a win last week. They weren't expected to win. They were the big outsiders um, against the Dragons, but um, that's sort of everyone's favourite, or everyone's second favourite team, the Warriors. Um, Hiku and Pompey are out of the back line. Fisatua comes back, but they're, they're a bit stretched thin on out in that back line there. Um, I sort of think Melbourne might, with that O'Carr and, and those guys, might score a few tries out there, but I think the Storm reasonably comfortable. It won't be a blowout, but I think it'll be, it'll be reasonably comfortable. I think so, and remiss of me, uh, last week the Warriors did defeat the St George 20-14, to which was an excellent performance by the Warriors, who must just be very close to going home with the bubble having been created between New Zealand and Australia. They must be close, and I don't think anyone would begrudge them that, Jimmy. Jimmy, just before we go to Jimmy's multi of the week, talk to me about, uh, talk to our listeners, of course, what, uh, and you, you, of course, have got a foot in both camps of, of, of different codes, what Anzac Day means to you and your family, and and, and what 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 it means with football being part of that day. Oh, it's huge! It's huge. It's, it's not these guys. You, you sort of you look at the, the what were some of the guys doing it before they were eighteen, just lying about their age just to get in and, and fight for the country, I guess. And and to, you couldn't imagine that what they had to go through. You'd see some of the old war movies and some of the the doc, documentaries. Sorry. Based on a lot of that, on, on the old World War One, World War Two, it's, it's just incredible what those guys had to go through, and they basically risked their life, they risked their life to just to defend the country um, and to, to, to play football. I think they're talking to a few of the few of the guys I know that, that have played through the NRL and AFL. It, um, it's it's a bit of an honour for those guys. Like obviously, they'll they'll do the ode and, and the last post and all that stuff every round, but. For the guys, especially on the Anzac Games, the Roosters Dragons, and, and I guess in the, in the AFL Collingwood and and Essendon, it's just an amazing experience for those guys. They they're very very honoured talking to a few of the guys, and um, I've been in the crowd at, at both those both the codes, both those games, and it's, you can hear a pin drop, which is fantastic. Normally, you get your minutes silence, you get the elbows and the yahoos at some point yelling out, but. But it just seems Anzac just sort of that extra step up to, to the respectfulness in general. That, that you know, it's, an, it's an amazing atmosphere when you hundred thousand people at the AFL and up to what, forty or fifty thousand at the at the NRL. Absolutely dead silent, and, and just watching the Penrith Knights game, they were, they were dead silent as the players walked onto the field. Um, so the respect shown there was fantastic to see. Hopefully, it continues for the for the other seven games in the NRL. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 one weekend. I think it's, yeah, it's a special weekend for for society in general. But for, for these guys that get to to represent, I guess in a way, represent the Anzacs and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. It certainly is, and um, some good local Australian rules not far from your house either. It passed a field the now traditional Carter for Warners Bay on Sunday, which will be a great day out. And um, let's just hope that everybody does service, and we thank all of our diggers, past and present, for the sacrifices they've made. And it's it, for mine, it's the most important day of the year. I'll be in Sydney on Sunday with with my uh, football. I'm just I can't wait for the whole day. It's a very wonderful. It's a Superb experience to be part of. My grandfather fought in the Second World War in Japan and, um, uh, sorry, against the Japs in Borneo. And, uh, you know, Anzac's just becoming bigger and bigger. And I just hope that everybody gets behind it. And I know that the footballers will. So thanks for your opinions there, Jim. I really appreciate it. Thought I'd ask you. Now, time for, for those of you, including, oh, now, Jimmy, we have a cheerio to give to an Elliot Davey medalist who might not be in New South Wales. Did you, did you want to say hello to a friend of ours? Yeah, there's a, it's the, as you said, it's a worldwide podcast, your, your famous sporting podcast, Redders. I had a message of, of one of the boys over in WA, big, big Tim Oosterhoff over there. He always uh, 
has a bit of a listen when you when you post it up. So not a massive NRL fan, but um, he always tunes in. He only just likes to hear your voice, Reds. He likes liked it when you you called the call all his goals when he was playing AFL over here, but but he does, yeah. So big rooster. Hopefully we're getting back back over here um, soon enough. But yeah, he's over there having a listen. Hello, Rooster. How are you? It's, I hope you're going well over there, mate. We miss you over here. Get back home soon. And it's a massive cheer, of course. Tim Ustoff and Elliot Davey medalists, the best and fairest in the AFL-HCC. And uh, he's done uh, superbly well with his football, playing his, playing his trade over there in Perth at the moment. Now, Jimmy, multi of the week. What have you got for us this week, great man? I'll actually put, I'll put this on before the Penrith okay. Knights game actually kicked off. But so we'll, it's the first leg was Stephen Crichton to score and Penrith to win. Crichton's actually just, we scored the first try in the fourth minute. It's 10-0 um, after 20 yes. minutes. The Knights. Um, Crichton scored the first try, so maybe I should have put it on for the first try. But so Crichton, Crichton scoring to Penrith to win. Obviously, you won't be able to get on that leg now. Um, Morris to score into the Roosters to win. Which Brent Morris? Morris Which Brent, Morris? Brent Morris. Yep. Um, and I couldn't get past Turbo to score a manly to win. Um, in that game as well on Sunday, sixteen dollars forty-seven actually on Ladbrokes. Wow! So just to again, that's Crichton and Crichton and Penrith tonight, which you won't be able to get on. Then it is uh, where were we? It was Brett Morris to score into the Roosters to win in the Anzac Day Sunday afternoon game on Channel Nine, and then uh, Tommy Turbo to score with Manly winning over the West Tigers at Brookvale. Sorry, at Bank West on Sunday that's afternoon. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. Ladbrokes get on Ladbrokes for that because you get sixteen forty as opposed to Sportsbet offering ten dollars sixty. So um, Ladbrokes obviously offers for a few more odds. Pays to shop around a little bit. Their their ads at the moment with Mark we Wahlberg are, are interesting. Put it that way, and of course bet with your head and not over it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yep, bet with your head, be gamble responsibly. I think we're um, we're due to get one of these multi threaders last week. So Renders thing was out the first leg and pretty much every other leg. So um, we are due. We need to um, get away from the lines and get back to some try scorers this time. And um, pup update: How's your boy going? Uh, he's going alright. Yeah, he's tired now. He had a bit of a walk this afternoon, and he's just sniffing around the table when I was eating my dinner. So he's um, growing, getting heavy. Getting expensive to feed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the big boy, All right, mate, thank you so much. You've got your boys on Saturday. Good luck with that, and I hope everything goes well. Have a lovely weekend, um, and good luck to Manly, and also the Swans who are playing up at the Gold Coast this week. Um, good luck for the, to them as well. So, Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. Once again, look forward to catch. Hopefully, I, I do apologise. We've both had very busy, busy schedule this week. Uh, we'll go back to an earlier podcast recording next week, hopefully on Wednesday night if we can, ladies and gents. So sorry about coming just a bit late. Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Redders. Take care, everybody. Um, that's on behalf of Jimmy, Jimmy Newburn. This is David Redden. That's been the Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast for this week. Take care, everyone. We will see you soon. Bye-bye.